Welcome to the Maxwell Project. This is a weekly show about content creation, tech and lifestyle. I'm your host Max and now let's start the show. And we're live. So what do you receive when you put in a guy with a beard and a guy with a baby face in one room? Exactly. We're talking Maxwell Project season two, episode number nine with the main man, Georgie Powell, back in the house. Love to see it. Thanks, man. There you are. Say hello. How are you doing, my friend? Hi, everyone. Hi, Max. Long time no speak. <laughs> Absolutely. The last time was this little um, in-between Friday night drink Google Hangouts thing a couple of weeks ago when you had a beard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, those are good times. Those were... <laughs> How are you holding up? I'm okay, mate. I'm all right. I'm, uh, yeah, you know, we're coming out of a lockdown here, so that's always good. Uh, I'm trying to think back to the last time I came on the Maxwell project and I'm pretty sure we were like fully in lockdown at that point. So it's nice to be on the other end of that now and mm -hmm. you know, fingers crossed be out of it soon. Are you vaccinated? Uh, not yet. No. All my family is. I'm the only one in my family who has not been vaccinated just because of my age and because I'm healthy. <laughs> and you're good looking. That's probably the main reason. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think they, they factor that in as well. That like, you know, yeah, you I would say so. I, I, I think right. it's unfair that you have that, that that's, you know, you got two ends of the spectrum here. You got your handsome face and then my at best mediocre face. And, you know, yeah. people don't really know where to put it. It could be, it could I mean, be, said, it could be going it. either way. Huh? You say it, not me. Uh, you know, I'm right. You know, I'm right. <laughs> Ooh, we already had three viewers. That's pretty nice. Um, I need to promote it. Let me just put something out on my story just so that I can. Yeah, uh, I just I just posted my, on my end. So let's have chat catch up with that right now. I know that Sam Peck wants to join in because he. Uh, no doubt. Oh, we got Ronan038, which is Bas, aka Image Smilk. Um, he's over here. Hello, Bas, how are you doing? Already in there. And then, uh, yeah. So we we do, this, this will be just, you know, we will just wing it. Um, nothing special to talk about because, um, Oh, well, we can talk about the Apple event and how we will drain our wallets on Tuesday. I don't know if you're looking for something, but, um, you know, there's, there's some yeah. stuff we can talk about. Yeah, definitely. I mean, a lot has happened in tech, I feel like, recently. Um, mm -hmm. it, you know, there's not really anything uh, new for a while, like since um, it's usually like end of November, December, right? Christmas. That's when things start to ramp up. And then, you know, we're coming out of that quieter time now where, um, you know, hopefully we'll see a few more things, not just from Apple, but, you know, across the board, really. I know that there's um, a Sony announcement coming up that's mm -hmm. a little bit under wraps, but yeah, hopefully we'll start seeing some new tech coming up. 
I am, you are in the tech community. I am in the tech community. We always in need and on the lookout for some new stuff. Um, but, you know, with, with Apple at the moment, it's, you know, with, although the iPhone got a refresh, so we won't be seeing a design refresh on the iPhone side, maybe a smaller notch, maybe portless, but this year will be, you know, the, the iPad won't get a, a redesign, only a new display technology. Um, AirTags are somewhat in the air. We don't know if they're coming or not. Um, but the, 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 the most exciting thing would be a fresh iMac design. And I don't know if you've seen the renders, but they're probably going all screen. And um, I don't know if, if that's something for you. I might be going for one later this year, but... Uh, nice. Okay. It's, uh... Yeah, yeah, no, I have, I have, I um, I, I quite often read, um, is it Mac Rumors? They're like the biggest website for Apple stuff. So I saw the renders of like the colorful iMacs. I don't know if you saw mm -hmm. those, but those look yes, pretty sick. Yes. Um, and I'm not sure if we'll see it this week, but I'm hoping that new MacBooks will be coming out as well because mine's definitely looking uh, like it needs a upgrade. Which one are you rocking? Which MacBook? I have a 2018 13-inch MacBook Pro. Mm -hmm. So I think it's like a 8th gen Intel chip, um, which at the time was awesome. You know, definitely yep. a big where I was. But they just don't age well. So I'm hoping a bit of M1 silicone will uh, mm -hmm. sort us out. Maybe the bit. M2. Maybe the M2. Bring it on. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. No, it's... Um, I don't know. Um, I could... At the moment, I'm, I could spent money more on gaming tech. I just got the PS5. Um, nice. we, we did some gaming in the past. Uh, you know, you were busy, I'm busy, you're go, you're, I think you're fully into your freelance work and stuff like that. Um, mm -hmm. But you know, we, we need to hit up. And once my finals are done, I'm probably getting, getting a capture card so I can stream some bad gaming on my end. Um, and you know we we need some oh. we need some reps we need to get some reps in <laughs> yeah definitely i mean we had fun when we did it i mean it was me you and uh milks right yep yeah yep yeah yep that's that was uh, quite fun really good time really good time yes so uh Bas says in the chat i want that i'm so bad i work at an apple store and rumors are big that they will be coming uh coming next week Ooh, so we're sitting right at the source yeah, for sure. You start putting the pressure on Ronin. Yeah. So you, you need to fill us in if you have any insights of, you know, when new releases are coming up, if you see anything at your local Apple store back in the storage, or if you only get it when it's announced. That would be really nice to see. Um, yeah, but, um, you know, last time we talked on stream, which is almost a year ago, I would say, Sometime yeah, during summer, yeah, a lot has happened. Mm -hmm. um, now, of course, you lost your beard. You're the baby face assassin right now. Um, yep. But, uh, yeah. you know, content-wise, you've been you've been active every once in a while. I have to, you know, it's, <laughs> Say how it is, it, Max. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, still, if you put out content, and I think you, you had some pretty nice collaborations all over the past, I don't know, seven, eight months. Um, but uh, what's yeah. your goal for 2021? What do you want to achieve this year? Uh, yeah, to be honest, um, you know, I think uh, I just want to start making stuff that I want to make, if that makes sense. 
you know, last year we were all locked in. Um, you know, we, we kind of had to make the most of that situation, right? So mm-hmm. for a lot of us, it was posting photos of our setups, of our working environments, um, you know, out and around the home, bits of tech that we were buying in. Yeah. But now that we're starting to see more of our freedoms again, I'd like to start shooting more of those things. Do you know what I mean? Like before lockdown, I didn't really shoot tech because I had a lot of other things that, um, you know, I was known for like mm-hmm. uh, adventure, travel content. Um, you know, I love shooting cars or automotive photography. So those are some of the themes that I want to start bringing back into my, um, you know, my feed. But mm-hmm. the challenge now is, is trying to figure out a way that uh, I can incorporate those things without diluting, uh, you know, the thing that I'm known for, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It does. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's. So yeah, I think that, it's. That's, that's the goal. I think it's kind of hard um, once you're set in your community um, to branch out. You know, of course, your followers and your, you know, our community, the chat that we have, we will always have the support. Um, one second. Thank you, Rodri, for following and thank you for joining. Um, ooh, sub guys just downloaded a Twitch to watch Max's stream, Visionary Collective. Thanks you for joining, Rotary. Um, pretty, pretty cool of you to hang out in chat. So have a good time. Feel free to always chime in with your two cents and uh, yeah, enjoy the vibes. Uh, but yeah, it's um, it's quite hard to to. It's not breaking the feet or breaking the grid but it's transitioning into a different area and then get the recognition and still putting out your tech content, desk con- uh, content, whatever it is. So yeah, you, you have to, you have to feed the algorithm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so one who I think does a really good job of that is uh, like Olia Ultralinks. Do you know his Oh, account? yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Of course. So he, he posts quite a lot of different things and he always makes a way, you know, he always finds a way of making it look good, um, even when they're not necessarily all in the same bracket, you know? Yeah, no, you're right. But he's, he, his YouTube is, I would say, 90% tech. He puts in a lifestyle kind of video every once in a while, but it's mostly tech. And he, mm. he uses his different platforms very well. Um, on Twitter, he's more about his work side of things. He puts in, you know, tech-related tweets every once in a while, but it's mostly regarding his um, his his work side of things. Then you have his Instagram, which is all over the place, but then YouTube is mostly tech. So, but yeah, he yeah, you totally. UK guys, you have you have better content creators than than the Germans, I would say. Do you think? Well, definitely. It's not that hard because Germans are, I don't know, they want to stick with German and just make it, for sure. let's say, big over here. Um, they don't want to, you know, reach, reach across the pond and get some exposure over there. It's just very few. Mm-hmm. It makes sense, though. It must be tough, um, you know, deciding which audience to go for if, you know, you live in a uh, uh, multilingual country like Germany. Mm-hmm. Well, so. Wales is a multilingual country. We know we had the discussion already. You can you can pronounce that that one city that we that you pronounced for me. 
Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm going to put it out there now. I'm not a fluent Welsh speaker by any means, but um, <laughs> that's fine. I, I do try, so I'm, I'm learning. So I'd be a, a dusker, as we say. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the things that I learned quite early on was we have this absurdly long uh, town in North Wales, which is called Llanfair Pushkin Gisgo Garish from Drobal Shanti City of Rurroch. Pretty awesome. And they've got the longest train station sign in the world as well, which is you know, a nice claim it's, to fame. It's, abs- it's absurd how long and, and, and crazy that place sounds. But uh, I think you, you explained it to me. It kind of was you named places after a certain uh, focal point around that area. So that is, it's actually yeah, quite handy right. if you go back in time. Yeah, I, I could be completely wrong in saying this, but there's a small town uh, near where I grew up called Landoff. So, ah, look at Steph Mitchell, my boy has joined us, who is, is definitely a Welsh speaker. So now I'm going to be showing myself <laughs> right up here because he's definitely going to be missing out <laughs> for mistakes. Um, so yeah, there, there's a town called Llandaff, right? And it's mm-hmm. uh, two parts of that word, Llan and Daff. So Llan is like church or like chapel, And then Daff refers to the River Taff, which is uh, perpendicular to that. Uh, oh, okay. They've actually got a cathedral in, in that. Mm-hmm. So, Steph, weigh in. I, I think I'm right there. Um, you know, I feel <laughs> like uh, there's a few like that. Like, there's a lot of bonds, which is bridges, I think. I could mm-hmm. be completely off again. But, yeah, no, it, it's, a, it's a very little <laughs> language at times. Yeah. I, I, there's nothing wrong with it. Um, and I think at first, when you read something like Welsh, and you're not familiar with that, you think, why would they have a different language than, you know, the English guys, the Scottish guys? Oh, Steph, yep, yep you got it. <laughs> so that's fine. Um, uh, and, you know, it's not like you're Irish or Scottish and you just have a very heavy accent. It's actually a completely different language. Um, but, you know, yeah, for sure. You, that just means you're, 50% more badass than everyone else on <laughs> Hey, you'd be surprised though. Uh, they do have their own uh, languages in Scotland, Ireland, and even um, there's a part of England called Cornwall. It's like right down at the bottom. And they all have their individual languages, but they're just so, um, you know, small in the amount of people who mm-hmm. actually know them. Um, and they're just not prioritized. I, I, Ireland definitely learns Gaelic. I think that's, that's something that they... Oh, you're for. right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, But I, you know, Scotland, they, they don't learn Scots in school, but we, you know, up until the age of 16 here, we're, we're taught Welsh. Um, it's a, you know, it's an important part of our culture. It's a big, big thing for us. And that should never go away because that's part of your, you know, your culture, your heritage, whatever you want to call it. Um, just quickly, let me quickly weigh in on Bas's last info. We only get info when it's announced, but our stock system already marked some current IMAX as end of life. That is pretty interesting. So... Maybe we got a source on what what to expect on Tuesday. But yeah, um, uh, we are, well, just the oldest language in the UK too. Mm-hmm. Good to know. Is it older than the queen herself? Because the queen is quite old. I don't think anything is older than the queen. Like there was the big bang and then there was the queen. I would say so the first Christmas was, her first Christmas was the first Christmas probably something yeah, like right. that. So. <laughs> don't want to knock uh, the queen. So She's going through Steph's tough here, times. I don't know how long Steph's going to be here for, but um, Steph's definitely like dabbling in like tech content. I've seen him post like a, a desk or two. He's, tra- he's, he's thinking about it, but he needs a little bit of a, bit of a push, Max. I think, you know, if, if, he, if he's getting into it, 
and he's on the verge just go for it the tech community and georgie can attest that in a second that and everyone else in chat can attest that it's so supportive and it's so much fun hanging around and getting to know all these people around the world um i think georgie we we were uh, we hit it off pretty pretty um pretty early in my instagram career because your feed at that point was one of the after like the big ones like Matt, Michael, Chelsea, and some others uh, was one that caught my eye. And then, hey, nice. you know, Thanks, I know, do you know, or do you remember how you got onto the podcast? Do you remember that? Uh, I remember you asking me like, hey, busy tomorrow, kind of like this one. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of winging it. And um, you were, you were yeah. totally surprised. But for me, it's, it wasn't because I enjoyed your content at that point very much sure. and i thought it would be just um yeah haha <laughs> i'm bad at being con <laughs> i'm bad at being consistent just redone my office setup so maybe one day you can post your desk setup when it's redone every once in a while look at sam pack he's doing it like every week <laughs> yeah yeah no uh sam is a busy guy i have no idea how he finds the time to do everything he does it's insane his his uh his um, advantage is he has to work or he can work from home and his all his meetings take place early in the morning and then once lunchtime arrives he's free to go for his streaming stuff so yeah nice. um bass has a question for you i'm curious by the way has georgie noticed any effect of the brexit i've never really heard someone from the uk talk about the side effects Oh God, yikes. Uh, right, obviously I'm going to be quite careful what I say. Um, to be honest, I haven't noticed an awful lot of difference as an individual because we've been in lockdown. We can't travel anyway. So I think things that would directly affect me like now needing a visa to come visit you, for example, Max, uh, you know, haven't really had the opportunity to really experience that yet. Mm -hmm. um, I think what we will start to notice is the like indirect things there's going to be a slight increase in you know how, how much things cost for example because of new um you know duties and taxes being enforced yep. uh yikes how deep do i want to go on this it's it's a big talking point right now and it has been for a long time you know like i think a lot of people here are probably feeling a little bit fatigued from hearing about it because you know it's been going on for like four or five years now it's not like a, a new thing um but yeah no it, it's not It's not great. I don't think anyone's loving it right now, even, you know, whichever side you voted for. But um, yeah, hopefully whatever happens, things will start to get a little bit easier for everyone and mm -hmm. we can just get on with it. Yeah, I think it's a controversial topic that we shouldn't get into too much because we probably hurt someone's feelings. Um, for sure. And, um, you know, just leave the political stuff out there or out of here. Uh, but, you know, that's actually a good question just to hear someone's perspective from the inside, because from my company, we export our goods into the UK. And, you know, it was quite the process to learn everything that had, needs to be done now with uh, shipping and stuff like mm. that. But besides that, um, you know, I'm getting a lot of stuff from the, U from the US, from Asia, from Australia. So customs processing has always been a thing for me and it's nothing different with stuff from the uk so 
you know you win yeah. some you lose some but in the end uh it's it's not like you're that the uk is teleported from this planet and you now have to you know that you're a planet away or something like that it's actually you know, not yet you never know oh yeah yeah well but no, no, no let's let's not get more into it um Hey, no, so um, we were just talking about mm-hmm. um, like followers on Instagram, right? So mm-hmm. uh, I, don't, I don't know if Steph's still here. Right? You might have dipped out already. But uh, so Steph is one of the people that I follow for like the longest on Instagram. Because I told you mm-hmm. in our last episode, I've had my Instagram for eight years. Um, it's probably even longer than that. I probably came up to, the, yeah, nine years. So oh, damn. Um, yeah, so, you know, very old account as, as far as they go. But I followed Steph maybe five years ago um mm-hmm. and at that point i was only just getting into like photography i maybe had bought my first camera very steph's all here that's awesome you'll probably enjoy hearing this then but uh yeah no i followed steph because he was posting photos of like um whales and landscapes and at the time that was what i wanted to do to like learn how to um you know get into photography and how to use a camera mm-hmm. and One to be honest i think go for it oh max is out <laughs> No, you can, you can, yeah. go ahead, go ahead. All right. Okay. I didn't know if you want me to stop or not. Um, so yeah, I, you know, I think landscape photography is like the perfect medium to learn photography because it teaches you so many different elements of, um, you know, composition exposure and, you know, how to, you know, use mm-hmm. light in lots of different ways. Um, but what the point of going with this is that I, I followed Steph before I'd even met him because I thought his work was really, really good. Um, mm-hmm. And we were posting quite similar things. And uh, it just turned out that like we ended up getting a job in the same place like a year or two later. Um, oh, wow. And it was really weird, like putting an, a face to a name. Uh, and I, I was, Steph doesn't know this, but I was like stupidly excited about it. I was like, oh my God, I've been following this guy for ages. But, you know, now, now he's in front of me. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, he's, he's, he's a good pal. Like Steph, Steph's a yeah. great guy, so... I'm if you want to, it. you can put his Instagram link in the chat. So I'm pretty sure everyone... it's his username as we see it in the comments, right, Steph? Oh, Just okay. Steph Mitchell. Which you think would be, uh, you know, I mean, you'd think my name wouldn't be used as a username, but someone's already claimed it. But <laughs> yeah. his we, had, we we had that discussion um, oh, first time. <laughs> it's. What a coincidence, right? <laughs> but uh, for sucks. me, mine, so the, the name Maxwell, M-V-X-X-W-V-L, that mm-hmm. is actually gone. But it's, it's not uh-huh. that it's taken. It's, I don't know if, if, if someone used it right. and got it banned, but I can't get it. So that's it's kind, of, kind of bad. It's a shame. Um, hi, I remember sitting next to you in the office for like a week and thinking you were really chill. <laughs> well, Such yeah, chill guy, you know I me. Mean? If sometimes it's funny how how small the content creation world is. Um, in you know, for me, I live next to the Dutch border, and someone like like Bas Bronin, um, he's been you know to the Christmas market where I live, which is actually pretty funny. And once this opens up again. We will have a meetup. Probably invite Apple today now. Uh, Bram, who is from, right. I don't know, he's. I think he's somewhere near Amsterdam, but he. We will have him over as well. You know, just get the Dutch Sweet. fraction, uh, get some Germans here, 
and then we will have a drink. You know, if 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 you can travel again, you're invited as well. Take Steph with you, and then we will have a, you know, we will have a little party. Hey, Steph's a little busy. Man's getting married soon, so uh, he's, uh, he's got other other things planned. Uh, okay, okay. Well, he gets a pass, but uh, you know, I mean, I'm sure he wouldn't say no. Ah, yeah, yeah, no. I actually, one of the things I really want to do uh, when we can, because I don't think travel is going to be the same for a while, is nope. I want to just drive to the Channel Crossing, you know, Calais to Dover, um, drive into France, and then just do a big road trip of Europe. Like, there's, you know, no reason why I haven't been able to do this so far, and I probably should have done it before Brexit. In all fairness, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Have you never done the uh, the car route to to France from Calais uh, Dover uh, to Calais? I have like not individually like I did it mm-hmm. um you know as a kid on like family holidays and you know I went on a couple of, like skiing trips with you know my school or whatever um but never just like an, on my own in the car um Ooh. but yeah I'd love to do that like I, I really want to come do uh the yeah. Nürburgring I really want to drive to the Nürburgring and, and see you in mm-hmm. Germany hey maybe maybe just maybe we should book a ride on the Nürburgring with some nice cars. Let's see what that what what it costs, and then we can you know because that would be some really nice content. You know, just rent out a Porsche or an AMG Merc, and then take it for a spin. It it would not survive the track with me in the driver's seat. Let's ah. just put that up. <laughs> I think if you if I think you can do, do that. that, but you have to do some kind of training before. Especially with those cars. That makes sense. That makes um, sense. What are you driving now, I, by the way? Currently, I'm still waiting for my company car, um, the Merc okay. that I wanted to order. Uh, a week ago from Friday, I asked Mercedes what the delivery times on those are on the on the two models that I I, I chose. Um, mm-hmm. Both are hybrids. Ten months waiting time, and by that time oh, no. they have the new version, the twenty twenty two version, already up. So I'm not going okay. going to get it. Um, currently, I'm still in talks with my boss. Oh, we have Kevin De La Serna in the chat. Whoop whoop! How are you doing, little <laughs> guy from the Philippines? Here he, here he is. Here he is. TikTok yeah. genius. Yeah, absolutely. And Steph, uh, he's taking the dog out for a walk. We'll catch up later. See you guys. Thank you for joining, Steph. Uh, maybe you can catch us later. We will be uh, in here for quite a while. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm currently in talks with my boss, which to get, um, I'm looking at the Audi A6. Um, oh, sick. Okay. Yeah, which caps at 367 horsepower. Um, <laughs> yeah, but, but that is also a hybrid. Um, maybe sure. a Merc GLC coupe or the regular GL- GLC, um, Audi Q5, also all are hybrids because of tax reasons, but still have, um, and they do have, they do feature some power under the hood, which Happy is days. quite nice. Yeah. Sick. But still, I, I think I will get, get a response this week. So the cu- upcoming week. Um, so yeah, Hope wait so. and see. Hey, thanks for asking, man. Yeah, the first thing I will be doing once I get vaccinated. Um, so there are three things things I will be doing. Um, first thing, I will take my best bud to New York because mm-hmm. he never he's never been there, and we wanted to go um, before COVID hit, or he wanted to go. Okay. And sure. now I'm you know I'm taking him. He's uh, he's pretty busy, and he's up in his master's degree. Then second thing is going to visit you UK guys. 
we will have a Fair big enough. we will have a big meetup i don't know maybe what's closest to because dan is in leeds matt is i don't know where um you're in wales um matt's down south he's uh bournemouth i believe but is that for me doesn't matter wherever you go i'll be there i'll make it work yeah perfect i thought maybe bristol would be quite nice bristol's a good town yeah yeah i've been there um and bristol isn't too far from leeds isn't too far from your place and i don't know matt but he he can make it work he he wouldn't he wouldn't yeah, yeah, miss it sure. and um you know we got a factor in arjun arjun is in london and from london to bristol is a couple of hours i can pick him up midway and then you know just drive through we will have food some party yeah, man. and then bristol's a good, good city for that yes i would uh, yeah i've been i've been to bristol and there's uh right in the city center center there's this uh, what is it it's not a steakhouse but it's it's great it's great I, it, it has a german name i have to you know I, i will look it up on google you know we could start the journey there and then just go go ham <laughs> and then and then of course the, the third thing is to go either to san diego or to austin um okay austin would be visiting envision san diego would yeah. be the Love the that. solar dads and other people and then you know <laughs> Yep. Awesome. So, yeah. And also we do have, we need to get our creatication going in Fiji. I don't know if you... Oh, let's do it. I'm ready for it, bro. We all... Let's get that shit sponsored. Ready. Let's yeah. fucking go. That'd be <laughs> so cool. Actually, we do have some... We got some some guys from the chat. Uh, Long is in here. We got Cav. We got, uh, you know, we got Rodri. So let's hit up all of our collaboration partners and see what where we can get it. Yeah, man. Let's head to Fiji. Yeah, it's all based on that way, right? The Asian persuasion. Let's go. Asian <laughs> persuasion. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, they can make it work, probably. Um, happy days. Ha absolutely happy days. No. Um, Bas, yeah, I might be getting a Mercedes for work because I'm working in field sales um, or in sales in general. general uh, and, you know. Got got to visit customers, so I need a car. Um, yeah, so we couldn't our our stuff couldn't be more um, could be more of you know of an opposite. Your room is completely white. Your style is super clean, and I mean, I try to be minimal about my setup. Nothing is as minimal and perfectly looking as your setup. Oh, wow. Uh, I'm, I'm always, I'm always, I have to, it's, <laughs> not, it's hard that's, to, that's not like. <laughs> it's, it's hard to flatter a guy who looks like an absolute man's model, you know, 10 out of 10. Right. So wait, I need, I need to show you her. You'll like this one. You'll get a kick out of this. Uh, these, I'm always getting, my... getting a kick out of you. I... <laughs> you don't flirt. I've got um, a photo of, of my early modeling days. I don't even see this right now. Is that gonna focus oh me? my, is that you? There I am. Look at me. That jawline, oh, though. Where shit, did that go? That jawline. You look, <laughs> you like the role model for a male model. Damn. Right? I mean, still as handsome I didn't as day really one. do anything after that. <laughs> What can I say? What can I say? Yeah, no, no, that's fine. That's fine. Um, Okay. Um, oh, Rodri says Fiji. Yeah, he's up all uh, all up in it. We're gonna make this happen at some point. Um, I asked this um, 
I asked this Austin and I asked the others, which, which is your favorite company that you work with over the last couple of months? Ooh, good question. Um, yeah, uh, probably Polly. I don't know if you've worked with them yet, but nope. But I know they, the brand. They have really taken care of me, and mm -hmm. I have a lot of appreciation for them. So, if anyone is listening that doesn't know Polly yet, because they weren't really on my radar until last year, they are a manufacturer of like telecoms headsets. So. I don't have any to hand right now, but they basically make, you know, call center looking uh, headsets. Um, High quality. Yeah. And, you know, they're nice, um, really nice looking bits of kit. They work really well. I use mine all the time now. So I actually use mine with my PlayStation because it's like a, you know, similar to a gaming headset. But I've also got um, their Voyager 8200s, which is like the over ear noise canceling headphones. And they're, they're pretty nice. Mm -hmm. So, um, Yeah, no, they really took care of me. And, uh, you know, Max, as you, I'm sure I know, <laughs> uh, the worst thing is when brands expect you to work for free. They were very good oh, about you God, know, yeah. asking for my rates. Um, they gave me no issues with that and, and they, they mm -hmm. paid straight away. Um, and to be honest, that's all you can ask for as a creator is for someone to see the value in your work and to reward that, you know, with monetary value and not just by giving you a fucking product. <laughs> Yeah. And you got to be honest. Um, you, I think it, you don't have to look at the, the followers. You always have to look at the engagement on a post um, mm -hmm. or, you know, on whatever content you post, whether it's on YouTube, Instagram. Um, and you should base it, base it, base it on that, not on the followers, but on the mm. possible engagement that you get. And maybe, you know, you can, you can always get something, to work uh, but companies that only want to use you and do a product exchange and they're you know i i know that you i know that you know which brand i'm talking about now you know they they they're on the feed very active with different creators um they're not only doing stuff for your keys they're also doing stuff for your desk um with you. yep and they are pretty horrible with you know, with paying For your content sure. and yeah, i rejected yeah. them yeah you know what i i almost did the same thing um are we allowed to say could we just say let's do it yeah yeah probably most okay of the guys do so it, yeah. we're, we're talking about orbit key right okay so orbit key have got a big presence in our space mm -hmm. you know they work with a lot of uh creators and they collaborate with them and i'm sure they must be paying some of Us. I can't imagine they're getting away with it for free with everyone. Um, but we benefit from having a really good community who's super open and transparent about, you know, especially with other creators, um, you know, the partnerships that they have and collaborations, right? So I remember when I had the email from OrbitKey, the first thing I did was ask a few people, hey, what was your experience of working with OrbitKey like? And I'm pretty sure you were one of them. Um, so I already knew before I'd even started the conversation back to them, they probably weren't looking for a paid promotion which was fine by me because I knew exactly yep. what I wanted to get from them if that was going to be the case. Um, so even though I really like their products, you know, Poly definitely are the, the best brand I've worked with because they saw the value in my, in my content, if that makes sense. It does make sense. Yeah, yeah. no. 
so yeah, Orbit Key, they for me and the other brand that is maybe even worse than Orbit Key is Autonomous. I haven't worked with them, but if you okay, go by some of the some of some of the reviews that are out um, mm. either in video format or on a podcast with Michael or something, some someone like that. They're they're good when they work with content creators, but still it takes mm. a long, long time. And their and their requirements are just crazy. They're just off the charts. Um, I think when I contact them, contacted them, they said like at least 20k followers. Wow, okay. And for a desk Jeez. and a chair, that's pretty steep. Because the chairs yeah. and the and the desk there aren't that expensive. It's not like a Herman Miller. Um, or Razor, who hooked up someone like Jackbot's World, James, who is at yeah, yeah. 1.5K. Um, I think they, they're trying to make themselves bigger than they really are. And if you listen to the reviews from customers who aren't creators, it takes a long time to get their stuff in, or it doesn't even get chipped, or it's broken. I think Dan had a an issue with his... I think it was with his with his desk chair who which was broken or the tabletop something was broken yeah, and he had to get that. it replaced um and i think they're um they're pretty pretty one-sided with, with you know with they only they only do do their brand justice when it's something that you know they get something back in return which is free content um but yeah Orbit key. Is... I don't like, and I'm yeah. very vocal about it, as you know, Max. Mm -hmm. Yep, um, I know, and this is actually pretty good to be vocal about it. I like that. Well, it, it's it's definitely forgivable, right? You know, we, I'm sure we've both been there in the early days when a brand reaches out to you and that's super exciting, where you just say, "Yeah, sure, bring it on," and you know, I've definitely done that. I'm not afraid to say that, but uh, you know, there are plenty of other podcast episodes, I'm sure, which touch on this, but. Mm -hmm. you know now i'm very vocal with people within our little community where i say don't do it for free make sure you're asking for if if not money then something that will make it worth your time affiliate link something like that doesn't hurt them no. no um but the thing is and we we touch base on on it with our community or with our chat group um you know even if if our entire group would say no to a brand to work for free there's always someone out there who will do the work for free. And, you know, you won't ever get anyone or all of them on board to, mm -hmm. you know, to do it because some of them are just in it for the, either for the free stuff or they're that small that they just want to get the exposure. And, you know, yeah. it is fine, but you have to say no at some point. Yep. If you said, yeah, I'm sure you're the same. If you said yes to everything, you would have no spare time. <laughs> just constantly no. shooting. I'm for, for me, I don't know if it's the same for you, but I look at the feed and, you know, most of the brands that, that reach out to you there, they have some sort of campaign that they're running for the next couple of weeks. And they're not only contacting you, even if they, you know, they, they mention your name and, you know, they include a couple of posts that they like in your, in, in the DM that you, that they sent you. But, you know, it's basically copy and paste. They just take out one or two posts by random and then, mm -hmm. and then contact you. And uh, most of the, the brands 
that I currently see out there, I rejected all of them because I only want to work with brands that either I contact and contacted and they accepted me or a brand that reached out to me and that those products of them that I really like. I don't know if it's the for same sure. for you. Yeah, definitely. Uh, do you have any partnerships coming up? I do. Um, so I'm an affiliate with Nomad and but most of the nomad brand uh, nomad gear that i currently have i actually bought um i just received the leather macbook sleeve in brown but i'm getting the black one and mm. i just still have to figure out if i'm doing a giveaway with the brown one um i'm getting the MagSafe case and let me check what was it oh i got the ipad pro case and I'm getting Sweet. the MagSafe dock that they just released a couple of days ago. Okay. Yeah, I think I know you're about. Yeah. Okay. And I would love yeah. to work with Nomad. Nomad, I would love to work with you. Loki. Um, tell me that again later off stream. <laughs> uh, I can give you yeah. some hints. Oh, well, I can, sure. I can, it's, it's, it's out there. So you can just go to their nomad website rotary check uh, thank you for ch uh, for checking in have a good day um and we will talk soon you know um you can you can head down on their nomad website scroll down to the bottom and there's this become an affiliate or how to become an affiliate okay and then you just have to register but they still have to approve you so you have to put in you know your instagram they will manually check and then you can get approved um, I think they have some sort of requirements regarding followers and if your style fit, fits their style, but mm -hmm. um, their partnership program is actually pretty, pretty good. Maybe one of the best. Nice. You, you get products. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. You get products, you get an affiliate link and you get great support. Happy days. So, so yeah. Nomad were, were the first brand that I bought something from because mm -hmm. of... Um, me seeing an Instagram post, like an influencer post, if that makes sense. Um, and it was the original, you know, wireless charging pad, if you know what I'm on about. Yep. Um, I can't remember what they call it. The base station. Is that what it's called? Yep. The base station, the regular base, right. base station. Yeah. Yeah. You still so, have that? And it wasn't cheap. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's literally right in front of me charging my phone. Oh, nice. Um, but yeah, I remember I, I think I paid like 90 quid, which isn't cheap for a wireless charger. And then uh, when I got here, I had, to char I had to pay for a customs fee as well, which was like another 50 quid. So it is the most expensive wireless charger that I have ever mm -hmm. owned. And I, that's why I use it for everything. <laughs> yeah. But the quality is good and it actually works awesome. pretty well. So um, Bas has this question. Uh, what was the first company both of you guys worked with? So probably on Instagram. What's your first? <laughs> yeah, I, think I, I have know, to. I, yeah, I do. Th I do think I know as well. Um, so let me go first while, while you're checking your phone. So my first brand was actually um, Taurus, Taurus Wallets. Okay. Um, so it's T-A-U-R-O-S, which is a German brand from Munich. Um, and they do these kind of aluminum uh, cardholder wallets, um, which okay. are actually pretty cool. Um, 
I worked a long time with them, but they were basically my first big partner and they did, did a lot of good things for me, um, hooking me up with, with their products, um, with early releases, um, but also, yeah. you know, some product photography jobs that I did for them on the side, but I haven't worked with them for a couple of months now. And um, at the moment, I'm currently not looking for uh, another job with them. So yeah, that's it. For sure. Okay. Uh, I know who mine is now, which is kind of okay. funny. So mine is uh, Grams28. Oh, like mm -hmm. mm -hmm. um, And the reason why I'm like kind of giggling is because I accepted it. They sent me out their folio, which I have right here, actually, which I still use. I still I use it all the time. It's, um, it's nice. Oh. Just, you know, laptop sleeve, leather, mm -hmm. black leather. And in, <laughs> in my post... I was I was saying about how great it is that how how good the quality of their fake leather is because I'm usually not a big fan of fake leather, um, but it's it's really nice you know as a product and I really enjoy using it. And then about a month later, someone commented saying it's not fake leather; it's real leather. <laughs> so I've just been waffling oh. on, and uh, it, yeah, it turns out it is real leather. But I just got confused, um, so. How well do you know leather? Because leather is a bit of a weird world. Yes, but Grams, they're, um, I work with them as well. They're actually pretty okay. good. Um, yeah. I think, I like you know, the, the products are really, really good. And I would love to work with them again. And they reached out. But, you know, I, I have my, my policy standing. I only work with, with certain brands. And I don't want to yeah, yeah, sure. feature 15 different phone cases on my feed anymore. Um, yeah, for sure. So, yeah. Well, how uh, many followers? Yeah, so, Sorry, yeah, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, so the, the leather thing, because on the inside of the, the folio, it says, uh, like, I think they abbreviated it to, like, VEG leather, which I interpreted as vegan leather, right? Because vegan leather is obviously very popular now. They use it in, like, yep. you know, car interiors quite frequently because mm -hmm. it's a much more scalable solution. Um so I just assumed it was vegan leather, and I was—I was actually like, "Yeah, you know what? It's—it's it's nice leather. It's—it's it's a good quality, fake, fake alternative." Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it turns out that there is something called uh, vegetable leather, yep. which, which is a completely different thing. Is real yes. leather, but you know, not—not mm -hmm. not like the the best leather grain, but it's—it's it's okay. It's not like a yep. shitty quality one. And uh, yeah, I just dropped the ball on that one, and. Uh, fortunately they didn't call me out they didn't message me they didn't say oh it is real leather by the way like can you take mm -hmm. this down they were but fine this is something that you can still revoke afterwards so no I, harm I no, foul. <laughs> no but you still you still could have you could have and i think that I that is that is um something you know that probably most people wouldn't recognize if you if you be honest how many people do mm -hmm. read the caption in its entirety True. yeah so, for sure or at least like in depth read it you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. um bass as how many followers did you guys have at that time by the way i was well below 1k oh really oh nice yeah. okay uh well mine's a little bit higher but i think i know the reason why so i, I was about 3k i think mm -hmm. but the mm -hmm. reason for that was you know like, like i've told you i my account's quite old so i had 2000 followers before I'd even posted anything about tech. Um, so, you know, I didn't really start from scratch like a lot of the guys do. No, you're right. Um, 
But, you know, I don't know, you, you had a completely different approach because when I started, I had this intent to get into the tech community and to work with brands. You probably was, it was probably your personal account that turned into what it is now, which still yeah. is a personal account. Mm -hmm. um, but I was reaching out to brands from day one, even when I had like 50 followers. Uh, I reached out to to road when I was at 800 followers, which was around, uh, don't want to lie, but around April, end of April. So basically 12 months back, 12, uh, 12 30 months back. Um, and they hooked me up with, you know, with my podcast kit a month later. That's so awesome. I love that. I love that you said yes. That's so cool. I, I made an appreciation post throughout this week about road, um, how they changed my approach to social media and stuff like that um and that they, they were kind enough even at an early stage of my instagram account to send me the podcast mic the audio interface the um the mounting arm and everything and um it's very potential clearly yeah and you know i've been working with them ever since uh i've I have to be completely honest. Um, I once reached out to a different brand, but they never got back to me. Um, but now after my finals, I will have them as a sponsor on, you know, on Twitch. I will okay. have this little box great, great. That, that says sponsored by Rode Microphones. And That's for the awesome. podcast, yeah. And for the podcast app, I will record. So for the audio recording on the podcast, I will have a recording where i promote their audio equipment so that will be um like a 30 second ad midway through each episode just to you know show them some love yeah but you know what like what a great brand you know like mm -hmm. consistently great products obviously helped you out as a small time creator you know mm -hmm. that, that, that's a fan for life right there Yeah, definitely. And, but, you know, to be honest, I worked, uh, I had products of them uh, well before. Uh, so like seven, eight years ago when I first got into some of the YouTube and Twitch game and never disappointed me, never. For sure. I mean, I, so I bought the Wireless Go, one of these guys. The new one? Nope. It's, okay. it's the old one, which I, which I bought exactly one week before the new ones got mm. released. And I was like, <laughs> hurts a little hurts a little you know what though they're so good they are yep i have them as well i i don't feel the need to upgrade because i genuinely mm. love using them um so yeah do you use them with a the lav mic or just the wireless go i usually use it with a lav um just same setup here that's so small you know what i mean yep I, yeah. th it's all out in front of me because i was trying to figure out <laughs> how to um <laughs> set all this up earlier on mm -hmm. but Now we've gone old school. We've gone for a little, you know, headphone. But the audio quality is great with what you're using right now. So, so actually, this is a product I actually really highly recommend. The, mm -hmm. These, I don't know the exact name for them, but they're Sony in-ear headphones, right? Mm -hmm. um, and they're space gray, the same space gray as my laptop, <gasps> which I love. Oh, um, nice. They're they're about 50 quid. It's probably like 60, 70 euros, which mm -hmm. for you know in-ear headphones is is actually quite pricey, right? That's you know not cheap um it's i think it's not are, too bad you can get like crazy expensive ones but you know for a you know decent pair that's that's the, you know um 
but they, they are awesome. I use them all the time. I use them for the PlayStation. I use them for monitoring mm-hmm. audio when I'm on like freelance uh, shoots. Um, and for things like this, from what you told me, the sound look sounds pretty good. So absolutely, yeah, definitely. Maybe yeah. Chad can weigh in on the audio quality, audio quality, but I think they're happy as well. Well, how, how does it compare to to Max? That's what I want to know. <laughs> ah, that's that's not fair to compare. Uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, one more question from Bas. Do you guys have any tips for a small-time creator like myself? First thing for, from my side, be consistent. Don't be afraid to try things out and don't be afraid to reach out to brands. You might be surprised how many of them are willing to work with you. Yeah. Um, you know what? We talked about this last time, actually. I'm just thinking back. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure my answer would be the same as it was then. You've just got to do it. Like You can't let your own fear of failure stop you from having a go. And I still feel like that. I feel like that, you know, even with 5k, I'm sure you feel the same way, Max, where like you want to try something that's maybe a little bit different to what you used to, mm-hmm. or you want to mix it up and, you know, you get into your own head about it. And I, I think I'm getting better at managing that now, but definitely in the early days when all I posted was like landscape photos, mm-hmm. then start posting desk photos was a big change. And I was definitely in my own head. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I got on with it. I uh, Like you just said, I was consistent and it worked out. Although consistency is definitely not my strong point right now. <laughs> but you are, um, you are definitely busy with other stuff. Um, you know, we hit it off in, you know, in the DMs every couple of times or every couple of times a week. And, you know, you, you take some time to get back. But you, for you, Instagram is also just what you're doing on your personal page is a hobby. So, you know, you've got to factor that in as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're <laughs> Max is on my close friends list on the, like Instagram stories. Oops. So he gets same here. Mm-hmm. You get, you get a behind the scenes uh, from like my day to day. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin has a good point. Quantity over quality when you're st- still starting out. Yes, I agree. Um, I describe this as building up your library or your portfolio, whatever you want to call it, because you do need a catalog of posts that people can check and see and figure out what your style is and see the grid, you know, have at least, I would say when you're starting out, get a quick 15 to 20 posts. So they have an overview of what it looks like. I, I definitely need to take that advice. I, I have posts. I have posts ready to go. I just I, mm-hmm. I'm not happy with. I'm just not happy with them. Let's just say that. Don't post just for the sake of posting. I think that's yeah. I I did that right. My last post. Mm-hmm. I I do not like it. I'm not happy with it. I mm-hmm. I wish I had posted it, but I posted it because I felt pressure to, and I was like, I yeah. really should, you know. Okay, let me quickly check that. Oh, great call me out right now oh you oh that's the setup with one is the wallpaper and the second is the clock right that's from five uh, yeah, days yeah. ago and i think i put like a spot the difference or something as like the caption mm-hmm. yep and it was just it was just a bit lazy i was like i know i could do better than this and the photos aren't great there's like a big um like light source coming in on the first photo i think uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh, well, I think I just wanted to post something. I was like, let's just put yeah. it out there. But then you put a banger out like this. Here he is. Uh, 
I know, I know the photo. They all, they already know. Don't worry, Max. Yeah, They've seen it. It's, yeah. It's been all over their feed. Handsome, handsome, handsome fella. Yeah, Kevin told me that he actually printed out a copy and he, he's got it on his wall, which, you know, pretty cool. But yeah, yeah. I I I uh, printed I think like ten out and passed them around at work for the ladies just to see how a good good fellow looks like. So, you know, promoting yeah, yeah. promoting a bro. <laughs> oh wait, no, I have, I have a story. I have a story. So that photo, um, <laughs> Kevin's laughing. Uh, wait, I can't say too much about this. What can I say? Okay. Um, mm -hmm. So the reason why I took that photo wasn't just like as a vanity thing. I wasn't just like, ladies. Mm -hmm. I, uh, <laughs> so I I was working with um, a watch brand called I can't tell you who, but um, uh, I but I know I know you told me. I told you right. Mm -hmm. um, so I I had the watches. And they were three, three and a half thousand pounds a piece. And they sent me three of them. So, you know, 10 grand worth of watches in my mm -hmm. bag. And they sent them to me for a 24-hour period. And the next day they were going to GQ and Esquire, who are obviously, you know, big names. Mm -hmm. um, Absolutely. So I was super stoked to have that as a project. Um, took some nice photos. You know, I wanted to get some like, a good range of photos. So I took some like just general product detail shots. Um, but I also wanted to like incorporate me. So I was like, yeah, mm -hmm. well, I'm here. Let's, let's, let's take some, uh, take some photos of me wearing the thing. And also um, shout out to Hazel, you know, medium format on Instagram because mm -hmm. her photos gave me so much steer. Like, Hey, here's a good advice for um, the question about like small time creator inspiration. Just save all the posts that you think that's really cool. Cause you never know where you're going to, you know, take some, uh, you know, guidance from. So Hazel, what, what a yeah. top girl. Yeah. I think she, since I restarted the podcast a couple of weeks ago, she had a, a shout out, I think every episode because everyone is so <laughs> in awe over her. She, yeah, yeah. she's one of those creators. You probably have seen one of her product photography shots, you know, over the, over, somewhere on the web yeah, totally. but it's not credited to her and then you see her work and it's like that's where it's from it's funny because we i think we all found her account individually as well like none of us yes told someone else we all just came across it and was like wow this is good yeah yeah um, or at least that was the case for me and i feel like i started seeing big accounts shouting her out and i was like oh, i'm glad that's happening yeah yeah absolutely she is she's she takes Uh, she takes her time putting everything together. And uh, I talked about this with whew, a couple of weeks ago on the podcast. You know, we are, we, are, so I'm more of an entertainer than a foot photographer or a videographer. Sure. Um, but she is photographer at first. She knows everything, how to light how to diffuse how to use a camera how to put the subject in the perfect position to make it look perfect and you know yep. she's a photographer at first i'm just an entertainer who is okay at taking photos of a certain niche but she's good at photography yeah yeah i mean i love the technical element of product photography and that was something mm -hmm. that i i'm really looking forward to doing more of this yep. year You know, it's uh, it's it's hard to compete when you got someone like Hazel on the scene. You're like, no, yeah, it's not fair. It's definitely not fair. 
Um, yeah, credit, credit to awesome. Yeah, but you you, you also got to credit Kevin. Um, Kevin is is probably a future commercial videographer of what he's doing in his room at the moment, and at what pace he's putting it out. It's that is that is like something I've never seen. You know, he looks like he's twelve. Looks like a chipmunk, but he's he's he working. I know, I know, but he knows he knows this all in good fun. But he's um, he deserves all the growth that he's had, and um, yeah, his yeah, content is amazing. No. It, um, it's awesome because we've all got such different niches within this space, even though it's all very mm-hmm. you know. Uh, there's a lot of overlap in what we do, but I don't think any two accounts are the same. Um, no. And that, that's awesome. So it's, it's awesome that, you know, he's managed to put his own spin on it and that it's doing really well um, because of that. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. I, was, I was talking about this to someone recently, right? Anyone could take a photo of, you know, Wireless Go, for example. You've taken a photo of it, I've taken a photo of it, but it's how you yeah. approach it. And it's your individuality that really mm-hmm. sets things apart. Um, and I've been trying to figure out what I want to do with my content. And how I can, you know, diversify from other people. And I think for me, it's probably putting myself into that content a little bit more. So, you mm-hmm. know, uh, my own personality, you know, uh, you know, I'm my own person. So I'd like to lean into that a little bit more. Um, and Kevin does a really good job of this because obviously he's definitely not afraid to put himself out there. Um, but you know whereas, what he's afraid of? Here we go. Getting on the podcast oh really that, that's interesting that hurts me that hurts me so much but yeah, i will get yeah. him eventually is, but go ahead let's let's just put that spotlight on kevin for a little bit shall we yeah that was a big call out <laughs> <laughs> no i i i he has valid points he says what he's doing on social media it's somewhat scripted and he can take multiple tries to put out something um he didn't say it word by word but that's the gist of it. And that's totally fine. I don't want to put any pressure. If he's ready, he will contact me. And, you know, it's all good to go. <laughs> but go ahead with your point. Sorry, I didn't want to interrupt you. No, no, no. It's all good. I mean, you know, the only thing I was going to say to round that off was, um, you know, some people lean into their personality. Some people will lean into their, like, visual identity. So you've got a really good way of doing that with, like, the very dark and moody tones. Um yeah, like for me at least, trying to figure out how to take my content, you know, what direction uh, is, is an important question for me right now. Yeah. And it's a, a question you should take, you should take serious um, because this can uh, determine whether you get a brand deal or not, you know, or a, yeah, a paid gig that you don't yeah. see on the gram. Um. Okay, uh, just quickly get back to to chat. So, uh, Bas said, just landed my second brand uh, brand deal. By the way, just recently, but the falling goes a bit slow in my opinion. Um, I think that's just the matter of time at the moment. Um, you know, I agree. there always will be times where it's faster, and then there most of the time it will be slower. That's it's also you know because. After all, after uh, behind every Instagram account, there's a person that, that that uses it, and sometimes the people are just not in the mood to follow, or you know they're not getting um, 
your account shown on the explore page. So um, my brother sits at 155K with his barbecue account. He started it six years ago and he said, there's been times where I had like 10K followers within two weeks. But the this uh, as of recently, the road from 150 to 155K has been multiple months. So don't oh, worry. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Don't sure. worry. Um, Lord 998877. Hello, I'm from Italy. Okay. Hi from Italy. Who's behind that account? Maybe we know you know or just. Hmm? Buongiorno. Buongiorno. <laughs> I don't know any Italian. I, I'm uh, crap Italian. Uh, spaghetti, pizza. Uh... That's all they need, bro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Austin, Sandy, what up, Jen? Stopping by whilst we stop fill our gas tank. Thank you for joining in, Austin. You, he is just crazy how much he's popping into Twitch chats every day. He's popping into mine every time I go live. He's been in Sam's, in Jeff's, in other pod, uh, other Twitch streams. He's just he's just a madman. Thank you for the support. I'll, I'll hold you for that when I start mine. Ooh. Ooh, I want to see that. Any plans for that? What you want to do on uh, Twitch? I'm, I'm always just... curious about it. I just, I don't think that I'm, I mean, first of all, I don't have the time for it. I'm just going to put that out mm -hmm. there. Um, yeah. But I just, I don't think I'm interesting enough for it. You know what I mean? Like I can, I can sit here and, and chat shit with you for an hour or two, but to, to sit here on my own and think of like funny or interesting anecdotes I just don't think people would enjoy it. So there's there's a fear of failure. There it is. It's back. <laughs> I don't think a fear of failure is bad um, because it shows you that it's still important for you, but you will never know um, until you try it. But on the other hand, you you just you need to have the time to really make it work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If if you do it what was, like. What what would i do max what do you think i should do on twitch oh you can do just chatting just like i do it's it's getting more and more um popular with people so it uh, really does what, what would be my target demographic? like if you could choose my twitch career how would okay. you plan that okay okay now let me let me sit up straight we're getting yeah. we're getting into the meat and potatoes Wait, where's my notepad i need, I need to make yeah this. don't need a notepad you can just check the recording afterwards chat bear with me this is for all uh, this is for georgie powell georgie your main demographic is between 20 and 30 or maybe 35 just for the ladies oh okay yeah um you're going to do like a two channel online live thing the first thing is kind of the pre-show where you just you know yeah. you get them ready you know, you, you just tease them a little, nothing. You don't show we, any we skin. Still you just, streaming? We, we're still talking about just streaming on Twitch. No nude, nudity, nothing. Um, you just, you know, yeah. you talk to them, get to know the audience, get to know, you know, your demographic. And then you yeah. lure them in into your OnlyFans. And then you show them who Georgie uh, Powell is. Yeah, shameless Jump plug. Guns. Uh, OnlyFans.com slash Georgie Powell. Oh, is it Georgie with a Y? Not really, that's not, that's not going to be too excited just yet. Okay, let me, I will quickly put in chat my OnlyFans page. 
Oh, wait a second. Oh, my keyboard is, oh, there it is. Uh, that is onlyfans.com and that is slash only. <laughs> that is mine. You know um, what? I, I bet if you click that though, it goes, it goes somewhere. Let's... I'm, but I got a, I got a second one. Last seen an hour is... ago, Max, you're up. <laughs> oh shit. Now I'm exposed, but this is, uh, this is my main one. Don't click it. Don't click it. I, how can you post that? Not, oh no. I like how it comes up on your stream, by the way. It was like a fancy oh. animation. Damn it. Uh, I, I have, I forgot <laughs> to, to do it this way. Sorry. I'm nervous because now you see the real side of me. This is it. Um, oh, Kevin says, I, I will get ready for it. Um, and Bas bro, Kevin, Kev joined the podcast. And yeah, he, he just explained for sure, man, will contact Max whenever I'm confident enough for it already. I honestly could not speak English and spontaneously unless plan it out before. And that's absolutely fine. Um, you know, just, just contact me whenever you're ready. Um, a Kev, it only makes it more genuine. I just say do it. Max and Kev, you guys should do a pre-recorded stream so you can edit parts out. Kevin has way too much knowledge to offer to let language get in the way. That is actually a pretty good point. But Kev, you can decide whenever you're ready. We can do it both ways. You can do it live. We can do it the way Austin just proposed. I'm ready when you are. Love that. Okay, um, Georgie, back to you. So you lure them in into your OnlyFans. Um, yep. And you start, you know, with some free content, you know, you show, you, you show the guns, you show just a yep. little bit of skin, you know, just you know, show, show, show the packs just a little. And then once... You, them, oh, no, no, no. I will support the heck out of it. I will promote it. I will even pay for it. I would get the, the premium wow. subscription. Yeah, you have no money left after supporting Sam's streams and my OnlyFans. I I always find some money, even if I have to sell my own body to someone who is, you know, Damn, bro. I I will I will do some escort work for some older ladies. No, but you know, to to be to be real, um, I think once you get the hang of it. Um, because for me, the, the, the way I started Twitch or the way I put on the Maxwell project on Twitch is not because I wanted solely to take the podcast live, but to kind of get a groove and the feel for how Twitch works when you're live. So yesterday I did, sure. I did the desk setup, setup stream, but only Bas was okay. in the stream. So that was kind of, so it was good because he had some pretty nice ideas, but in general, I was just talking to myself and probably my neighbors are like, who is this madman talking to again? He's like talking to himself and no one's talking back. So <laughs> for sure, for sure. You know, um, I, but... I love the thought of um, a live stream podcast, though. I think that's so mm -hmm. interesting because then, you know, instead of people only listening to it after, they can ask questions or weigh yep. in on certain things. I think that's, that's awesome. Um, Detail. Yeah, that's... I think the, the, the connection to the community and as of right now with six viewers in the chat and chat is pretty active, um, that's very satisfying to look at because yeah, when, I, when, when we close the show and I get my stream summary, I, 
I can see how many unique viewers have been in here without even um, being active in chat. And then I can see all the, you know, how active chat was in general. So that's pretty cool. So what's, what's the goal with Twitch then? Like what's a, um, the next milestone? So next milestone is to become an, become an affiliate. I need 50 followers for that. Um, I need to have stream for seven different days and at, in total eight days over uh, eight hours over the last seven days and okay. average viewers of three for that time. Okay. Oh, you'll smash that. You'll be there in no time then. At the moment, it's pretty good. Um, the following, uh, yeah. well, I'm currently, I think at 36 or 37, um, there's no real way to promote your Twitch channel um, on any other platform uh, with like mm -hmm. a paid promotion or something. But, you know, I will have this natural growth. And so that's pretty fine. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. But, you know, have you any, do you have any collaborations? In the, because that's, you know, we, we had taken a, a spin around this topic and you asked me what oh, yes. collaborations I do have. Um, which one do you have for the future? And which brand would you really like to work with if you could choose? That, and not over the top, like. <laughs> uh, yeah, so as, as you've noticed, I have not been very active on Instagram this year, um, as in like 21. Um, I've made a few posts, but. I am completely snowed under at the minute with other work, whether it's freelance work or other projects that I'm doing. Um, at the minute, I have very little time for my own personal projects. So mm -hmm. at this point, anything I'd, I'd be happy with. But um, yeah, for me, the, the big goal right now is to just start posting again. Um, yeah. But like I said, to start posting the things that I want to post. So I'm going to start going to a few more like car shows and um, try to do a bit more like motoring stuff because that's <laughs> always a good time. I love doing that. Um, and I think that there's enough of over overlap there between like tech and, um, you know, automotive photography for to make that work. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, in terms of brands that I want to work with, I, okay, so let, let's do like a small one. Mm -hmm. I'd love to work with... I got to be careful here about what I say, though. That's the problem. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Because last time we spoke about this, I uh, called some people out. Um, no, it's all, okay. So I'd love to work with Nomad, as I've already said. I think mm -hmm. Nomad are a really um, cool brand. I, I really like what they do. Um, but then I think my, my long-term goal is I'd love to work with, like, a camera manufacturer. So uh, Sigma, yeah. for example. So Sigma lenses, like, I'm a big, big fan of. So... I know that, um, is it Johnny Hill? Is that his last name? The guy yes. that we follow? Mm -hmm. Okay, so he just, uh, you know, became a Tamron ambassador. That's awesome yep. news. Big shout out to Johnny, who yep. obviously posts, you know, his desk content, but he also posts some of the best landscape photography that I've ever seen. Um, mm -hmm. So I guess long term, I'd love to work with a brand like Sigma. Ooh, yeah. So it will be um, do you have any Sigma lenses? The one that yeah, you use? Yeah, pretty much all I right? use. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I'm still shooting on uh, APS-C for Sony. So I have mm -hmm. the, the Trio. I have the 1.4 Trio. Um, and then I have this wide fucking lens, which I've already showed you. <laughs> so you yep. go all the way out to 10 mil, which is super wide. That's um, ultra wide. But how cool is that for like streaming? Though? Yep. That's awesome. 
you know what i mean yeah. i can get like super tight in if i wanted to mm-hmm. um yeah sick you know i have i have this approach that i thought about over the last couple of days and you know sometimes sometimes you have to put in your own money to get brand recognition and sure. to get some stuff and i think if you would do a if it's a very well produced story a cinematic story uh, or a reel or an igtv video or a youtube mm-hmm. video where you review um the the sigma lenses or you do a what's in my camera bag or my camera gear whatever and you just tag them they will get back to you i know so. spike on the radar you know they're not going to work with you if they don't know who you are no, but somehow you, this is the same thing. You know, I just told you that I got some Razer gear. Um, I do have the Razer Thunderbolt 4 Chroma Hub. I just got the okay. Basilisk Ultimate and I got the Nomo Chroma speakers. How and I'm like getting, those, by the way? Oh, gorgeous. They're cool, right? I think for speakers that are made by a gaming brand, they have actually pretty decent sound. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, they're stealthy looking. They're yeah, I bet you love that. <laughs> yeah, but they're a little, a uh, little larger than I thought. I thought they were smaller, but they're they're kind of beefy. Yeah, you get used to the size pretty quick, though. Yeah, yeah, that's what she I said. Think with your monitor, because you've got such a large monitor, they probably mm-hmm. um, are like a good proportion. If that makes sense. Yes. Yep. That's what she said. Not, not to me but yeah <laughs> sorry i'm i'm getting i'm getting that all the time but just with my with my beer belly there he is kevin knows <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah always there for the that's what she said <laughs> um no but um i am i'm trying to get razor's attention um yeah that makes sense uh i, I so yeah youtube that's that's where I'm going. That's mm-hmm. that's my goal for 21. I've got some, I've probably got three or four solid video ideas that I just mm-hmm. need to find the time to execute. Um, I've nice. put it off for long enough. Hopefully, this gives me a kick in the ass. You know, mm-hmm. you've all heard it now. You can all call me out in a few weeks if I start posting anything. Um, that's good. You know, because I, uh, you know, I worked with Wanders recently, and mm-hmm. they sent me out one of their amazing camera bags, like low key, like not even. Yeah you know, being paid to say this, I love it. I think it's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like you said, like a what's in my camera bag, I've got no excuse to not make that video. Go, but you know, if you really want, I know I, I just wrote this, some scripts for video ideas that I have and reviews that I have to put out due to um, contractual agreements. Mm-hmm. Um, but now I got finals coming up in a couple of days. Uh-huh. And, you know, I don't want to rush into it you know, and once you have the time, um, because shooting, you can't shoot one day and then put it off for part two for another day and another day, because then you kind of, you know, you, you're getting in and out of the flow and, you know, ideas get lost or you scrap them. And, you know, you have to really do the shooting in one day, do the voiceover in one day and do the editing in one day. So three days, yeah, something I feel like you. that. And, you know, in my world, that's, that's a lot of time. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I can't just find three days. Um, yeah, same here. I, I feel a lot of, I don't want to call it guilt, 
but I definitely wish that I'd use my time a little bit more effectively when I was like a student and I had mm-hmm. way more free time. Um, yeah, you know what I mean? But like, it's not an excuse to not do it now. I need to just find the time now. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, that's, and that's, you know, if you, someone like Kevin, who is 20, just about to finish school, putting in the hours at night. I mean, I could, I know, how about you, but I could put in the hours at night. I'm only a five to six hours sleeping guy, but I got so much stuff going around at work. I'm working 50 to 60 hours a work week. Um, then, you know, got some other stuff, you know, I got, got the, the podcast to record or to set up to get you know, dates with other creators, edit and stuff like that. Um, and, you know, whatever it is, um, it's, it's, it's still busy. You know, you have to get your workout yeah, totally. in daily, stuff like that. So, yep. yeah. Yeah. You know, so um, long, <laughs> long, what the fuck? Haha, <laughs> 60 hour work week. Um, yes. But I don't have to. I want to work the hours because um, we we're working towards some goals, and I want to accelerate them because then the the earlier we achieve these goals, the earlier I can go to the United States and <laughs> you know move there permanently. So that's why I'm putting in 60 hours a week. Yep. Yep. And I want to. Speaking you know, of. Yeah. Let's uh let's talk about something that I've been posting about a lot recently. The oh. Crypto King Cardiff. Here he is. Yep. The crypto really and Doge. GameStop King. Oh man, what a mess. Um yeah. do you have Doge? Dogecoin? I do. I do have Doge and I'm very happy with Doge right now. <laughs> the Doge. <laughs> It's such a meme. Yeah, all, all the Doge hail. itself is a meme. Uh so I bought 10,000 coins of Doge. When mm-hmm. it was three cents a coin, um, I like round numbers clearly. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's now worth about thirty to forty cents a coin. So it's ten ten times its initial value. Oh, so wow. I'm very happy with Doge. Doge is my new best friend. You know what I mean? But <laughs> and I posted a story about this. I t- fucking told you so, everyone. Like I was trying to help you. Like I I had a feeling that it was going to do something based on like the amount of, you know, whispering that was going on, you see all these Elon Musk tweets, um, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So there was always something happening and I, I do think it's going to carry on going. Um, I, I'd be very surprised if it didn't hit a dollar. So then you will be the happiest man alive. Hey bro, I'll be, I'll be paying for everyone to go to New York. Don't worry about it. Oh damn. I, I need to get a trading app. Which trading app are you using? I have to get into that. Uh, obviously it depends uh, on your location and mm-hmm. this is not financial advice <laughs> low key disclaimer uh, so I use Binance Binance is a um, mm-hmm. pretty nice app I can send you a referral code actually that like gives us both a kickback oh um, yes that would be nice so I can send you that um, as long as they like you know because some countries don't allow Binance or whatever right so mm-hmm. you want to check if they allow it in Germany um, oh yeah, yeah Binance they is do good. it's got pretty much everything um, mm-hmm. so yeah just a few trading pairs because i've just seen kevin mention uh xrp which has a really good run this month um so i'm currently invested in ethereum uh dogecoin obviously and a little bit of bnb which is binance coin Um, okay but i i am curious about xrp i I do think that has some 
potential still as well. So yeah, exciting time. I have to be honest. I'm a total noob when it comes to um, when it comes to crypto. I just you know you see dogecoin gets mentioned i know what bitcoin is i know what ethereum is but i've never been yep. into that because i don't have the time and i have it, it's never been that interesting to me because sure. when bit when i got when i uh, got a hold on bitcoin it was at a price tag where it wasn't affordable for me and you know you, of course you can buy bitcoin you don't get a full bitcoin but you can buy like part of a Bitcoin for like a thousand bucks. And then you have this kind of, you know, whatever it is in equivalent, yeah. like zero point point uh, zero point zero one, whatever it is. Um, but, um, you know, it's, it's such a popular topic at the moment. You know, everyone okay, is mining. So my take on it. Okay. Uh, we've seen how much potential it has with Bitcoin. Mm -hmm. We've obviously seen that go to, you know, 60K a coin. Now, I obviously can't say whether it will stay there forever, but um, yeah, like like Kevin just said, I think we're in the gold rush of crypto. I think people mm -hmm. will look back on this time and think, why didn't everyone buy it? Do you know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. It's, yeah. Such a, it, it's such a good time to get on it now, now that we know that it's going to go somewhere. Do you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. you know, even comparing it to traditional banks, you know, I think my savings account gives me a 3% annual return, whereas like, you know, Ethereum last week gave me a 12% return in a week. Ooh. You know what I mean? So, Damn. Uh, obviously, comes and goes, right? I'm not, yeah. I'm not telling everyone they're going to make it, but uh, there's so much potential in crypto. I think it's, it's definitely something that everyone should be looking at. Yeah, I, I will definitely, I'm currently, I'm right now register, uh, registering my account. With, <laughs> He's on uh, it. He's been inspired. Binance. Um, Wait, let me send you my link then, just so I can... Uh, Make sure we both get a kickback then, because oh, definitely. It's uh, yeah, and if anyone else wants one, hit me up because yeah. I, I think I've, I signed up. Um, I think it, it might be Ben. Was it Ben? I don't remember, but I'll uh, send you that one sec. But I just spotted Long's in the chat. Long's like the data guy. He should be able to weigh in pretty heavily yeah. on crypto. Surely there, there are many. So on Instagram, you have to be really careful whose financial advice you take whether it's crypto or just in general because there's so many scam sites um but someone like long or you or you know if if kevin would would give me advice um there's some other reliable sources um but um you know you gotta dig deep you gotta dig really deep um to really get the hang of it if you are someone like me who's totally not interested in stuff like this but you know it's easy way to make money if, if your money if your money works for you to earn more money you know that's just that's just you know I mean? freakish that's just amazing so yeah um, wait what did long to say he he's talking about doge Ah, I dived into, Do uh, dived into Doge since 27, but unfortunately, I moved all of my Doge into Bitcoin in January 2021. Mistakes were made. <laughs> oh, I also no. always said Doge is the oh. shit. Memes are life. Yep. Long, bro. Well, you got to learn. You got to learn. Stop it. Long, you're killing me, bro. You're killing me. So sorry to hear that. 
I, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously, Doge had a big run this week. It went up to like 45 cents. Um, but I knew I, knew I was going to hold. I'm going to sit on that for a while. It's a, Doge is the kind of thing that you buy 100 bucks of and then you just forget about it. Just don't even think about it yeah. for years. 100K Doge rip. <laughs> so to put some perspective on that, 100K, I'm assuming you mean as in 100,000 coins rather than 100K of currency. Um, but that would be worth $30,000 right now. Sorry, Long. I'm probably not helping you with this at all, but you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no, I'm that, sorry. That would have been like 30, 40 grand of profit. Yeah. <laughs> he he could have paid for our Fiji creator vacation. Sorry. It happens. I mean, yep. you know, without going too what, deep into you know markets. What, what and all made that. you because you a couple of months ago you invested into GameStop, which was also pretty okay for you, I, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I was one of the lucky ones that made money off that. So um, that was really where it started for me. And I'm by no means a investing expert. I'm just going to put that out there right now. I um, I basically had a crash course in you know investing and how the market works. Um, and there's a lot that I still don't know, um, but it's I think it's really interesting, and I think there's enough of an overlap with you know, our desk content and tech that I can mm -hmm. feel comfortable talking about it on my platform. Yeah. Um, but yeah, GameStop was so talked about. There was so much news about it. I had a feeling that even if it didn't squeeze as everyone's trying to claim it will, that I would probably still make money off the upward trajectory. So yeah, I came away with a little bit of profit off that, which was very nice. Nice. That's good. Love to hear that. Yeah. yeah okay i will dig into doge and xrp later today i have to get my head around that need to make some doge money kings. yeah we all doge kings if if doge hits if, if i'm invested in doge and i make a good profit i will get yeah. a i will i will get a doge mask and wear it on oh, stream. Mass. I thought you were going to say an actual doge, as in like a Shiba. Oh, maybe, Shiba. maybe at some point. Well, not in this apartment. Maybe if I move to the US, then I'll get a doge and then name it Georgie. Ah, <laughs> oh, there we go. Well, uh, I, I've said, I've already, you should never do this, but I've already planned that uh -huh. I'm going to spend all my money on. Um, so when it hits, when it hits $10 mm -hmm. a coin, well, but it, when it hits, uh, and I, I buy my dream car, I'm going to get this number plate, which. Oh, shit. Oh. That's. <laughs> Wait, can you read that? Do you need me to reverse it? Because it. Yeah, yeah, you can read no, it. It's all good. It, it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. Because in the UK, um, our plates are like really weird. We can't just get like mm -hmm. words and stuff like America can. So I saw that and I was like, here we go. This is the one. Yeah. Um, just. Quickly, I um, because um, Bas asked um, why, Go if I'm going to move you to the US. Um, the place that I work at, we're currently um, expanding, and the US is the next market that is going to be hit hard by us. And my boss wants to move production and customer support over there, and he's take he wants to take me and um, two others to move 
there. Um, he wants to stay there for a couple of years. I would move there permanently. Maybe because the US would be the first step. He wants to be there for five years. And then um, he wants to move afterwards to Australia to get that market as well. I would either stay in the US, uh, which currently we're looking at somewhere around the Los Angeles, uh, Los Angeles area, between Los Angeles and San Diego. Um, if we would go to Australia, I would probably not move with him um, because he wants to move to Australia for five years and then afterwards either back to Germany or maybe even to another market. So Japan would be after Australia and maybe Dubai. To Dubai and Tokyo, I would really consider Australia. I don't know, depending on how good it works for, for us. So, yeah. Are they coming to Wales? Uh, we already shipping to Wales. If So if you're getting married, you can hit me up and I'm going to hit you up with a Doge, uh, Doge wedding ring. So Yeah, can I pay in Dogecoin? Do you accept that as a currency yet? I will accept that. <laughs> <laughs> Bring it I will up. accept it. Right. Yeah, well, you'll be waiting a while. I'm not. I'm not getting married anytime soon, bro. So it's all good. Ah, oh, that's fine. That's fine. Don't you, you can you can buy a ring from me just for yourself. You don't need to, you know. Just get the you know just the, the little finger, just the little. Ah, uh, I I read I once read because you know I'm as you can see I don't re really wear any jewelry, just my Apple Watch, mm -hmm. but. There's actually psychology behind the position of the ring on, on any finger. And the ring where you need the most self-confidence, uh, the most confidence is this one. Love that. Bring it on. So on your offhand, the little finger. If you wear a ring, and the bigger the ring is, the more confidence you have. So if you wear like a like a NFL Super Bowl championship ring on your on your tiny say, little finger. Yeah. You, uh -huh. you probably have the biggest dick in the house. Tom Brady must be laughing, bro, with his yeah. Super Bowl rings or whatever it is now. I think it's seven, right? Because he... he, I, he I lost track. Yeah, I think he surpassed Michael Jordan in championship rings and he's still going. Wow. So, yeah. Um, Long says, Max is the MVP. Why am the MVP? Let me know. I don't know. Georgie, for me, is the MVP. He's, he's, he and you, you're the crypto kings. You're the real MVPs. <laughs> I don't know what I've done, <laughs> yeah, but I Max take the compliment. Take it by storm, though. It's all good. Ah, oh, shit! I will, I will have to take back my gifted subs from Sam and invest all that money into Doge coins. <laughs> um, so yeah. wait, give me a crash course in Twitch then, because I, mm -hmm. I, I, I've seen Twitch streams, but yep. things like gifting subs and mm -hmm. bits. So when I, you, I have Yeah, when you start out, just like I do right now um okay let's let's get let's take uh, a couple of steps back um twitch started as justin tv and it was just a streaming platform um most of the people that streamed on justin just had let's say the gameplay if they stream games or a webcam but they don't had that didn't have any face cam so now it evolved into something like i have with the overlay and you know with the two camera camera side by side and the chat box and everything and alerts when someone is following. Um, and, you know, you start off with basically just chat and the alerts, the alerts that you can integrate into, into your stream. 
And then, okay. you know, you, you have these milestones that you have to reach and Twitch shows them after every stream, you get a summary, um, how the stream went, how many viewers, how many unique viewers, how the chat was, how active it was, how the average viewers over the period of time that you streamed. Yeah. And then, you know, the, the, you have the affiliate and then you have the partner level. Um, the affiliate is okay. you have 50 followers. Um, you streamed on seven different days and you streamed a duration of eight hours in total. Um, in and you had uh, over the last seven days, I think. Okay. Seven to ten, ten, seven to 10 days or something. Yeah. Um, and then you need three aver an average of three viewers for the time that you streamed. Um, so the streaming on seven days is actually pretty easy. The streaming eight hours in total over the last seven days is actually pretty easy. Getting three average viewers is a little harder because you can, you know, you can just put on the stream, stream for eight hours, and then you know just do a little stream every every other day. Yeah. Um, and then you have to need to have the fifty followers. When you reach that, you become an affiliate. And I think you can, at that point, you can, there's not, there's not that much of a bonus for you. Bonus comes after you become a partner. And that is when you hit an average of, I think, 75 viewers. Let me quickly check um, because okay. it is, it's not confusing for me, but I still have to, or I need to get the hang of it creator dashboard um sure. but but well it's 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 really not that easy to really get monetized on twitch but it, okay. it shouldn't it shouldn't be easy because no. once you have that you can you know you can get subs you can get donations but it takes some time so the first yeah, step totally. is building building a community um then be an affiliate and then be a partner gotcha okay so quickly, let's. Uh, bup, 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 bup. Oh, there it is. Stream summary. And now, so. Um, oh, I can't. I can't see it. Uh, oh man, view achievements. Is it here? God damn it. Oh yeah. Okay, path to affiliate. Um, I I have you know, three or four achievements. I don't have the followers, but that's fine. And then you can join the affiliate program. The affiliate program is, let me quickly check that as well. Um, oh yeah, you, with the Twitch affiliate program, you can get the sub button, you can get emoticons and you can earn Twitch bits, which someone earns while watching your stream interacting with mm -hmm. chat or gifting subs stuff like that yeah. um and then if you are a partner and then you need to stream for 25 hours over a 30-day period um stream on 12 different days and have an average of 75 viewers so that is actually pretty huge mm. then you can get custom chat badges custom emoticons stuff like that, VOD future, features, priority priority support, and other stuff. Um, Makes sense. Okay. 
I think I get it. I mean, I I've started to watch more tw- uh, Twitch streams, mm-hmm. but there's just so much good content these days. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're right. I and Twitch uh, streams are usually quite long, right? They usually are like a couple of hours at least. So, yes. you know, I feel an obligation to watch <laughs> at least most of it. I don't like dipping out of things. So, um, oh, it's you know if. I think a just chatting chat or Twitch stream, it may be a couple of hours because we, we're live for two hours now. If someone is like three to four hours, I think that's pretty long. But most mm-hmm. of the time they're 10 hours or more or around 10 hours, they're doing what? something else. They're either, they're either gaming crazy. or they're stream casting some, some type of turn- tournament or something. I don't know, but... You can't tell me that someone okay. is just chatting for 10 hours. I couldn't listen to my, I have to live my, with myself 24 seven. I get sick of yeah. myself after like <laughs> two hours after I get up. So, you know. Um, yeah, for sure. All right, sweet. Well, I'm, I'm sold. I'm going to start my Twitch career soon. Oh, nice. It's going to be awesome. I, and I it's, don't know what I talk about. But it's Twitch and YouTube is much more rewarding than something like Instagram. So, and I don't oh, want to I'm knock sure. anyone who's on these other platforms, um, because I'm I'm not active over there or whatever. Like TikTok, TikTok is rewarding because you get a huge grow uh, growth in a in a short time. Maybe Kevin is an exception. He gets a massive following in, in a short period of time because he puts yeah, yeah. out amazing content. But I think it's much more more rewarding when you have the live interaction with chat and stuff like that. And, you know, you have at some point you can have direct monetization through subs, donations and stuff like that. Um, But, you know, you got to enjoy it. You know, you can get all the money in the world. Let's get that moving soon, Max. Let's do that. I'd be down for that. Let's do, do like, I don't know, either a weekly or like a bi-weekly thing where we... uh, yeah, please. Long said. When I eventually get mm-hmm. my PS5, I'm gonna Ooh. I'm gonna make time for it because you know, aside from tech and everything else, gaming is you know it's always been a big part of my life. So that's yep. definitely when I want to make. And you don't have to be good at gaming because in the end, the most people stick with you because of your personality and how you interact with your stream. Because there's. Um, I don't know if if you or any from Chad watch these streamers, but if you look at someone like Nick Merckx, he has, I don't know how many millions of followers. He gets 60K viewers on average every day. Ooh, yeah. Um, I mean, he's exceptionally good at Call of Duty, but even okay. if he wasn't that good, he's so funny and he's he's such a charismatic persona that I would even still watch him if he only was 10% as good as he is now. Yeah, totally. That's sweet. Well, uh, wait, Max, we're, we're going to take the, take the Twitch world by storm. <sighs> yes, let's do it. Yo, I, I get funny. Uh, plastic surgery on my face so I can look as good as you, and then we will be the, the, hand, the handsome bros <laughs> on Warzone. Bring it on. Bring it on. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, so one more thing before um, mm-hmm. we move on completely out of like, you know, desks and stuff. So yep. I, made, I made a change to my desk, which uh, you probably like. A lot of people probably won't like it. 
So you you may have spotted that my laptop has always been on the desk. It's always been yes. in um it's always been in this thing, right? Mm-hmm. Which is just a slot vertical um stand for my laptop. Mm-hmm. That's gone. That's, <gasps> that's out of the picture. So we'll see we'll see what happens next. So it's an even more minimal desk desk now. There's <sighs> Nothing but, else on it. Um, the vertical placement of the MacBook is actually a pretty nice solution if you want to keep it clean. It's, yeah, it, it could be worse than that. You know, putting it flat on the desk isn't that clean because it takes a lot of takes up a lot of space. But I putting agree. it ver- vertically in the stand, it's it's pretty nice. But people hate it. I get so many comments from people who are like, "Yeah, well, you shouldn't do that because it's not good for airflow." And I'm like. Bro, I've never had a fucking problem. Leave me alone, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's such. Uh, you know, yeah. I was talking about this to someone recently. How mm-hmm. everybody in our little circle is usually quite nice. Most yep. people are quite, you know. Oh well, I'm I'm here to, you know. I'm I could give a fuck if someone says something mean about my desk. I'm in there. I'm like, listen to you, little fucker. <laughs> what are you yeah, about my yeah. desk? Don't don't talk shit about anyone's desk. If I saw someone talk shit about your desk or Kevin's desk or anyone's desk, I'm in for a fight. Don't talk shit about someone's it's, desk. It sucks. Because what, what else do I even post about? So there was like one of these big accounts, like, I don't know, iSetups, let's say, mm-hmm. that reposted me a few months ago. And someone had said, oh, your desk is, um, your desk is all bent. And it was because I just bought this new lens, the... 10 to 18, which has horrendous yep. uh, distortion, right? Distortion, yeah. I hadn't really figured out how to correct it at that point. So the photo did look pretty funny. It was like, whoa. And I, I tried to explain it, and they were just not having it. So I was, I was not nice that day. I was like, you, you made an enemy out of me with that. So you can't get the fuck off. GTFO, yeah. easy. Although, block ban if you've forever. Seen my sign, which says, kill them with kindness, that is the mm-hmm. mantra that I go for. So I was I was super polite, but I was so shitty. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you you can kill them with kindness, or you just can kick their dick in. Just fuck it. Either way, either way. Yeah, works works both way both ways. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, while on the topic of desk setups, um, I think you know you made a good point. Um, I think you know and. Kevin can attest to that. You can attest to that. Everyone who's at least posted one picture of their desk setup, it's a part of your personality because you put in um, not only what you're working with, but you know you put in your thoughts, your creativity. And when someone attacks that, it's kind of they're attacking my my persona. So that's yeah, why. Oh, your identity. Yeah, your yeah, your identity. It's it's a part of your identity because whatever you're rep- representing, your desk represents that as well. If you're a minimal guy, you will probably have a minimal desk. If you're a, a clumsy or messy guy, you know you will have a lot of stuff on your desk, which is totally fine. But you know you gotta respect that. It's big uh, sexy guy on a big sexy desk. It's just ah, how it goes. Easy, you know. That's uh, that's why your desk is sexy and minimal because you're handsome. <laughs> I don't it's know. Also, it's I don't know where massive. that went. It is massive, just like your, I would, your biceps. You know what I'd love to do? I would love to go to everyone's like 
Mm-hmm. You know, have you seen like Linus do this? Where he goes to people's like houses yes. and look. Yep. I'd love to do that mm-hmm. with like a little Instagram group. Be like, I oh want to go God, see this in person. Good. That'd that be funniest work. Yep, that would be really great. You know, hey, if those you can have that idea. There you go. When you do your little travels, you can go to all of the creators and you can be like, I'm coming in. I give you 10% of the profits I made from that. Let's, let's go, boys. Let's go. Let's go. I will buy Doge coins just to to just to you know get the financial background for that. Oh, I, I think it's but... it's too soon for long to talk about Doge. I don't think we should uh, address uh, it for sorry. a while. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, sorry, Long. I didn't want to break your heart again. I hope. Uh, oh, he's oh, he's put a cry emoji. Um, no, but uh, you know, there's um, whatever whatever tech you're representing, um, it's it's still a part of your personality. And uh, the the Linus yeah. thing, which he did with Marquez Brownlee, where he said it's all a hoax or it's all just a <laughs> yeah. lie. It, that was funny. It, that that's low key one of the greatest uh, videos he's ever made because that's where he really shows his how funny he can be. He's he well the Linus Tech Tips group is just a group of nerds and geeks, but they're very likable. They're very very likable, and Linus is very funny as a person, and he you know. Um, I, he's super busy, so sometimes he doesn't get his persona out that much. But if you listen to their podcast, The Wen Show, um, you get more of that. And he is actually a pretty funny person. I think if you would meet him yeah, in yeah. person, you would get more of that. Yeah, totally. Uh, speaking of like YouTube creators, um, the one that I have enjoyed the most has been, as you just mentioned, Marquez Brownlee. Mm-hmm. Um, so he posted his, I want to say it was his 10 million subscriber video uh-huh. last year. Yeah. And if you've seen it, you'll know that at the end, he does a big reveal of, you know, the K MKBHD. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching that video. I genuinely felt very emotional at the end because I was like, I, I have watched MKBHD for a long time. Like, I mean, like, you know i started in 2010 was, or 2011 yeah same it yeah. was like that sort of time way before mm-hmm. he was doing anything crazy professional it still looks yeah. amazing you know for you you know youtube of audiences, course yeah but, um yeah like you know we've all grown and we're about the same age as well do you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i'm 27 now you're a year older than me i think max right? 29 29 okay, but so, yeah, basically the same age do you know what i mean and we're going through yeah. like a similar period in our lives mm-hmm. and i i that video going like oh my god like that was just awesome and seeing someone's journey and being like a part of that that's so cool yep and he is he he doesn't make a big fuss about it he just stands up you see it boom that's it and it ends it's uh it's great yeah he did you just on sunday he posted a tweet on twitter he said would you guys be okay if i post a video to tonight tomorrow and the day after and the day after and the day after and since then he posted uh, the new merc eqs have you seen the video Sexy. oh my god what what kind of car is that that is oh, man. i i got a hard on just <laughs> watching that but you know what's great is that he gets better consistently mm-hmm. yeah like if you look yep. at the from three years ago there's a noticeable difference in like the quality and the approach and 
it shows, right? Like he yep. is unreal at what he does. So I, I, I'm yep. a big fan. There's, there's also a difference um, between, you know, you, you, you do have someone like um, Unbox Therapy, you have someone like Linus Tech Tips, you have Austin Evans, Jonathan Morrison, and Marquez Brownlee. And they all, besides Marquez Brownlee, they all have a very similar style and very, mm -hmm. very similar scripting and stuff like that. But no one is as thought out and cinematic and cons uh, very, very um, constant with this approach to his quality mm -hmm. as MKBHD. Right. So sure. he, he might be smaller than Linus Tech Tips. He might be smaller than, um, slightly smaller than Unbox Therapy. But for me, just quality wise, and, and he, he doesn't put out videos on, you know, a new RAM stick or a new tech gadget that he got from China, which uh, uh, Unbox Therapy is putting out every other day, which doesn't yeah. interest anyone. He only puts out videos about quality products at such a high quality. It's, it's just nuts how good he is at what he's doing yeah absolutely bro uh well we're on the youtuber space did you watch the mm -hmm. uh jake paul uh ben Askren fight last night i just saw the knockout first thing i thought rigged first comment i saw you know rigged what? but same. uh same 100 you know not not to go into like sports mm -hmm. too quickly but like you know as you know like i train mma mm -hmm. ben Askren, while he might not be a boxer he knows how to see a fucking punch coming he knows how to move yeah. his head that, and it was really awkward how he moved just before he he took the punch it's it was so was awkward sus. so sus mm -hmm. i was like mm -hmm. okay and i thought because he he was acting up on on twitter and during the weigh-in it was so over the top because jake paul didn't well he did some you know he did some scuffles and everything but it wasn't like Ben Askren, who was like in his face and he was like totally inappropriate. Yep. So really inappropriate. And it, it was like totally over the top. And at, at that point, I thought it's kind of fishy that Jake Paul didn't retaliate or the other yeah. way around. It was, Some, it was, yeah, like you said, it was there. sus. <laughs> mm. Well, we'll see. Uh, clearly that won't be the last of it. I'm sure we'll see an event in six months here. Um, yeah. I'm just curious to know what happens next. You know, is he going to continue mm -hmm. challenging MMA fighters? Is he going to fight a boxer? <laughs> um, yeah. Well, he 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 drew a uh, he drew, draws the line at LeBron James. He says LeBron James is too big. But I think you know it's not about Jake Paul that he couldn't box or that he can't box. I think there is something there. But he's definitely a better that, boxer than his brother. I'll say that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But his brother has, in recent times, a more decent persona than Jake Paul. So they're kind of mixing it all around. Sometimes it's Logan Paul who who gets criticized for his persona, then the other way around. And now it's, you know, it's always mixing and matching, uh, depending on who wants to be scandalous. But um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm, I'm hoping we see like a, a decent opponent come up. Um, You know, I can think of a few UFC guys, but I don't think any of them mm -hmm. would go for it. Um, it's yeah, it's I, hard. I, I can think of. You know, let's just you know, I think he challenged Conor McGregor 
and he, Conor McGregor would never go down to that level, and he would he would kill him. He would definitely kill him. You know what, though? Right, I I agree, but Conor McGregor is five nine. Okay, mm-hmm. he fights a just under 170 now, I want mm-hmm. to say. He, he's like 165, okay? Yeah. Now, whatever your thoughts on Jake and Logan Paul are, they're big boys. You know, they're they're like big boys, yeah. 6'2", um, you know, 200 pounds a piece. Yeah. Big boys, right? And, and they're not, you know, they've been fighting for a while now. They're not complete beginners. No, that's right. They can handle themselves in a ring. And, you know, mm-hmm. with any sport, it all changes in an instant, right? And you saw it with Ben Askren, if that was a legit punch. It only takes one punch, and that's game over, right? So someone like McGregor, I, I would back him. I'd bet on McGregor, but mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That's, that's a big size difference there. Yeah. I would put 10,000 Doge coins on McGregor. <laughs> Sorry. That, Sorry, That's an expensive bet these days. <laughs> no, you're right. In January, no problem. You're right. Um, the size difference is something, but I think, um, you know, Conor McGregor, you, you got to – um, you got to put some, you got to give some credit where credit is due. He he fought in three different weight classes, um, and yep. if he wants to, if if he wanted to, I mean, he would be really beefy, standing five nine and being like at two hundred, but he could make it work, you know. And he, you know, if someone can make it work, he could, because he has the dedication well, to get up there. But that would take some time. I'm trying to think back now. So he was one seventy when he fought. Um, I'm trying to think of his last few opponents. Cowboy Cerrone. That's um, not a real fight. I Nate saw that. Diaz, and mm-hmm. I don't think he fought anyone else at 170. So it's just there's a little bit of like uncertainty there, is what I'm getting at. Um, obviously, Poirier was. Um, was that 170 or was that a little bit light? I think it was 155. I think it was a mm-hmm. slightly lower weight, weight class. Um, so. It's tough, you know, 50 pounds difference, by the way. Like It is. I, I'm not saying that that it would be great or good, but if someone would get the motivation to get to 200 pounds, it would be McGregor. Just just to sure. prove it. Just to prove it. If it, if it would I'll, be I'll, worth it. I'll, I'll put my name in the hat. Go on, JP. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I would say, I would like to see someone like um, George St-Pierre kick the shit out of uh out of yeah Jake i uh i watched um the falcon and the winter soldier okay uh-huh Ooh. have you seen this no but i want to okay. i like the winter soldier in the first scene mm-hmm. gsp just rocks up just starts no way. kicking the shit out of and i was like <laughs> you know that you know that leo uh leonardo dicaprio meme where he's like pointing i was uh-huh. like gsp <laughs> gsp <laughs> GSP, low key, one of the baddest men on the planet. Ah, bro, I'd love to see him fight again. Yep, yep. GSP is is a, is a tough one. Um, or you know so, what would be? I would. Do you know Michael J. White? Uh, no. Who's that? Um, have you seen? Um, oh my God, what's the MMA movie? Um, God. Damn it. Uh, oh, fuck. Takedown? God okay. damn it. Um, oh, now I have to. What was the name? Um, Michael J. White. Is what he said. Michael J. White. Yeah, he is an MMA boxing advocate. He's, sure. 
he's an MMA and and whatever he is. He, I think he does capoeira or something. Down. Is that what it was? Never back down. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I okay. think he he's probably I don't know how tall he is. I'm just guesstimating. He I think he's like six four, two twenty, two thirty. Yeah. Yeah. He he's um, a massive dude. It doesn't say. Oh, he's six one apparently. Oh, six one. Okay. Still, he he looks boy. way bigger than he's hench. Yeah. And uh, there's this video of him in a Kimbo slice before he died. Um, okay. And, and Kimbo Slice being a boxer, or he was a boxer, I think you know him. Um, he tried to, you know, to to fake punch Michael J. White. And he's like, before he even, you know, he's standing there and he says, you know, you can punch me left or right and I will, you know, dodge them. Right, and he right. teaches Kimbo Slice just by the movement of his shoulders how he knows okay. which arm he's 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 punching with it's it's crazy uh, and Kimbo Slice okay. is like mind blown it's crazy <laughs> yeah yeah totally you know I I feel like I've seen that because Kimbo Slice went on um, uh, what was the TV show the the it'll come to me now but he went that was his like <laughs> UFC debut as he was on mm -hmm. It's something like the greatest fighter or something. It, mm -hmm, I, mm -hmm. I don't remember. Hopefully, someone will know it. They can pop up in chat. Yeah. And uh, I remember seeing that where they were like showing him like wrestling, and he was blown away by how like technical it was because he was such a scrapper yeah. back in the day. Yep. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, that's how I felt when I first got into it. You know, like mm -hmm. I grew, you know, grew up playing rugby, thinking, mm -hmm. yeah, I'll be all right. I'll, Tough guy. You know, just use Tough my strength. Guy. And then I'm just on the, I'm on my back for ages. I was there like. Oh, man. That's what she I'm said. I mean, <laughs> it works. <laughs> no, um, Kimbo Slice is such a brawler. He's he's going in. He's knocking people out left and right, and you know, then he he wrecks hell and throws, you know, sips three or four beers and then leaves leaves the scene. You know, uh, yeah. such a. But yeah, Michael J. White. He's um, he's this massive dude, and if if Jake Paul would would challenge someone like him, like a real caliber, massive dude who knows how to take a punch and hand out punches yeah. and actually win, I would really take the for real. But right now it's, he fought Nate Robinson, who is this okay. five foot nothing former basketball player. I remember, like a, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like a gangbanger, and he knocked the shit out of him. No chance at all, but I can't take that for real. And, but you uh, know what, though? Like, I, I remember that fight. Mm -hmm. uh, he, he was able to hold himself. Like, he obviously lost. Yeah. But he, he, got, a few, he got a few punches in there. You know, he, he mm -hmm. jumped around a little bit. Way more movement than Ben Askren, who is a, mm -hmm. you know, long-time <laughs> MMA yeah. fighter. So I was a little bit like, there's something weird going on. Here. But is, do you credit... You have to credit Nate Robinson more for that than Jake Paul beating Nate Robinson. Yeah, yeah, totally. No, absolutely. Um, but my point is that if, if someone like Nate Robinson can survive yeah. that long, then surely yeah. Ben Askren should as well. Sus. Ricked and sus. sus. Absolutely. Anyway. <laughs> um, Georgie, want to wrap it up for now? Um, it's been... Yeah, oh, man. shit. There it is. That's the sign. That? Camera's <laughs> empty. We're two hours in. Um, what are you using let, for your camera, by the way? 
Oh, that's the Canon R5 with the 24 okay. to 105 f4 lens. So it's pretty nice. Okay. Um, okay, now chat can't see me anymore, but you can let the people know where to find you and what's going on in your life right now. Tell them. Uh, yeah, so you can find me on Instagram, uh, YouTube, and soon to be Twitch as well when I get partner status. Um, and I'm pretty sure all of those use the same username, Georgie Powell, or some variation of it. Um, but yeah, otherwise I'll be hanging out with Max at some point, I'm sure. And yeah. Oh yeah. You can always come back and hang out with me on stream or whenever you want. We can have some drinks next time. We'll make a drinking episode after my finals. Yeah, you know, and then uh, we'll enjoy that. Yeah, let's get Sam involved as well. Oh, perfect. Yeah, um, I'm planning a panel episode with like three to four guests. We can make mm -hmm. that a drinking episode and just have a good time. I think that sounds like a like a hell of a, of a ride. And uh, yeah. Yeah, bro. Okay. Chat, you, thank you for hanging. It's been two hours. And I think we always stuck above wow. four concurrent viewers, which really makes me happy. Now we just have to get the followers Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your boyfriend, girlfriend, whoever, your cousins, family, uncle, cousin, grandpa, grandma, <laughs> your neighbors, everyone. Tell your government to make a public service announcement to follow me on Twitch. And I'll see you in the next one. Thank you for hanging. Thank you, Georgie. Have a good night. And I'll cue the music. <laughs> <laughs>